0: Welcome to the Bitchin' Brainstorm podcast with Elaine the Brain Terso. I believe that every problem has a solution. So the episodes you will hear will be live strategy calls with real entrepreneurs who are feeling stuck. We will spend a few minutes bitching about the struggle and then move forward with finding solutions. You will hear topics about launching offers, mindset, marketing, strategy, and so much more. Remember, we are both the problem and the solution. Now let's get out of our own damn way and get shit done. If you are an entrepreneur and would like to receive a live strategy call, please visit bitchandbrainstorm.com and fill out an application. We would love to have you as our next guest. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bitchin' Brainstorm podcast. I am your host, Elaine Terso, and I am here with Samantha, and she's going to tell us a little bit more about who she is and what she does, and Samantha, what is keeping you stuck? What is going on? How can we help you get out of your own damn way and get shit done?
1: Awesome. I'm stoked for this conversation.
0: Let's get shit done. Let's get it done. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Um, yeah, I'm Samantha. I'm the founder and lead copywriter at Nomad Copy Agency, and it's not a complicated name. I am a nomadic copywriter, and I have an agency. Um, I love it. I spend, you know, on a personal level, I spend as much time as I can traveling, whether that's in my car around the country or all around the world. I just finished six weeks in South Africa um, and am back at what is kind of my home base in California. So. Um, When I'm not traveling and when I'm traveling, I am writing. I love writing sales copy for other people, Um, whether that's Facebook ads, websites, landing pages, sales pages, squeeze pages, thank you pages, funnel email sequences, all of it. I love to sell. Awesome. So
0: what are we going to talk about today? What is keeping you stuck?
1: So... You know, in anticipation of this conversation, I've been trying to figure that out mm-hmm. and maybe not knowing is what's keeping me stuck.
0: Yeah. So how is business going?
1: So generally it's going really well. Uh, everyone and their mom launches at the beginning of the year, right? You've got new goals and then you go out and you get your copywriter because that's one of the first steps to a launch is figuring out who's writing your copy. So I was super, super busy January, February. March, it has slowed down a lot. We're recording this at the end of March. So March has been super slow. I have some leads for April. um, And uh, I'm working on getting a funnel in place. I've been completely referral-based until now. Um, So I'm working on that, uh, looking at doing ads and putting freebies out into the world. Uh, For the last four months, I've been super vulnerable and started to take my business onto. Instagram, which for me, um, I want Instagram to be fun because I'm not a big social media fan. So I'm like, I just want it to be fun. I'm not outsourcing it. I'm just going to put myself out there as a credibility builder was my plan rather than as a sales tool. Um, So when people find me and they look me up, they go and they don't just think, who's this girl having wine around the world? They think okay, this girl's a copywriter and she travels. She's true to her brand. Let's rock. Um, so I mean, yeah, I, I feel like I'm rambling, but I'll pause there for a question. Yeah, if rambling got one. is
0: where all the magic happens, <laughs> by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just what happens. So, um, are you interested at all in doing video? Uh,
1: do you mean like in a YouTube, YouTube, TikTok reels? I've been on reels and I'm having a lot of fun with it. And like I said, that's my thing with social media. I just want it to be fun. Um, so I'm having fun with reels. Um, but I always, I don't know what I don't know. Um, so I'm just like pulling out the trending audio and
0: Mm -hmm. doing what
1: feels fun for me.
0: Yeah. So one thing that, um, popped into my head was there is a, Um, a creator that I follow on TikTok, which is my favorite platform. That's where I typically hang out the most. Um, She is a social media manager. She has an agency and she was talking about marketing copy and how to um, change this into something better, like how to make this better. Um, by using less words, making it about the person and not about yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so that literally just popped in my head of, oh my gosh, like that could be something that you could um, do if you wanted to explore TikTok or YouTube shorts or anything like that, where, you know, um, the thing that I like about TikTok is that it is, you are, you're, exposed to a whole new audience because they have the for you page, right? So yes, there Mm -hmm. are people that follow you. Um, but then you get in front of people that have already kind of expressed interest in marketing or business or anything like that. So, um, it could be just an idea, something to maybe try. Um, but I will tell you it's a commitment. Um, Mm -hmm. And typically what they say is for the first 30 days, you wanna be consistently posting about three times a day um, so that you can then analyze um, the the analytics and say which which types of videos performed well. um, And then you can say, oh, this is the kind of content that people like and then make more content that people like. Um, so, but it's, it's, it, like I said, it's a commitment. Um, and the thing that I have been hearing about Instagram is that they're going to be more giving priority to people that are posting that have a product in their shop. Like they want to be able Mm. to really kind of focus on being a shopping versus, um, you know, photo based um, because they're trying, I think, to figure out how do they stand out because, you know, TikTok is competing with YouTube and Instagram and TikTok were competing. And now I think they've realized they can't compete with TikTok. So let's just try to be different altogether. And Mm -hmm. they already have, you know, where people that sell products can have shops and create guides and all of that kind of stuff. So I've kind of heard that that's kind of how they are going to start giving priority to the user experience. So um, just
1: something to think about. Yeah, that's really interesting because I'm in the process of developing my first um, templates Mm -hmm. to sell because I'm a high ticket agency and that's it. And as I'm creating this funnel, that's part of, it's funny because I've, uh, written dozens of funnels for other people Mm -hmm. and it's the cobbler's son doesn't wear any shoes kind of situation of, okay, now I have to write my own funnel and it's been a fun experience in creating that, but, you know, creating the entry point, the low ticket items are, The, the natural space and the thing that lights me up is the uh, templates. So yeah. that's good to know that yes. I'll be able to do that through Instagram. Not only to do it, but like potentially be given preference. That's pretty. Yes. Cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, there are people on TikTok that um show like Canva hacks and how to make templates and how to make an ebook to put on Amazon and like there's so many tutorials and things like that um, just out, I mean, across all the platforms, you know, so it's really figuring out what do you want to say and how do you want to help people and what's the message, Uh, Mm um, how, you know, about making, you said you want to have fun. So how do you make copy fun? Like, how do you Mm -hmm. put the fun in that and why, um, and just showing people that it's just, Easier, like the hard way versus the easy way. The easy mm-hmm. way is to hire me, and the hard way is to figure it out on your damn self. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, and yeah, and wonder why nobody's buying your thing because your message sucks.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we're taught generally a lot of wrong things about copy, like even. I did go to school for marketing and we oh. learned all about pain points and how every sale is an emotional sale, but that's only the tip of the iceberg of how you actually write copy and taking it, you take that pain and turn it into the pleasure point that is working with you. And I think a lot of people miss that. And there's so many simple things that everyone I work with knows how to write. Mm. They just don't know how to write sales copy. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah, That's really going to rock it for them. Um, and I, yeah, but it's like, I, I feel like I do an okay job of talking about that. online. Um, I'm I'm sure there's a million ways I can do better and be more strategic about it. Like you said, Mm -hmm. um, put myself in a position where Instagram is going to favor me. Yeah.
0: Um, Um, the other thing that just popped into my head is something that I've been having a little fun with lately is I've been offering to do, Um, social media audit profile profile audits, where I'm going through their Facebook, um, for example, their Facebook personal profile and seeing how easy is it for me to do business with you how easy is it for me to find out who you are and what you do and just giving them some feedback in under three minutes, right? Because that's the length of, um, that I can post it on a TikTok video. So I literally just open it up in Canva and record myself and share my screen. And I just record a little something, but I wonder if you could give some, um, ask for volunteers of people that would like to have their website copy audited. And you could just say, here's what I, this is what this message, how this message is coming across. And you might consider changing that um, to something else. And you, I have to tell you, I am not a social media manager, but there have been multiple people saying, okay, so can I hire you to help me with this? And I'm like, (laughs) oh, well, all right. I mean, because I, my whole thing is, you know, I've kind of since we talked last, I kind of figured out like what my shtick is, right? And mm-hmm. um, it's really about helping entrepreneurs give their DIY business a facelift and to help them with their back end so that they can, you know, my words are streamline and automate and optimize. And so I'm mm-hmm. like, optimize—that's my word. So how can we optimize your profile, right? And so. That was really just the whole purpose of it. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, like people are wanting to hire me to fix their profiles. I'm like, well, actually I have a checklist because I went and optimized my own profiles to make, you know, one week and I spent all the time to update everything. And I just documented my process and turned it into a checklist as an opt-in, right? And it worked Mm -hmm. out beautifully. And, but yeah, so now it's like turning into leads. And so I wonder if that is an idea that might bring some people in is people always love to have that one-on-one personal feedback about mm-hmm. what they're doing right and what they're doing wrong, because people can't see what they can't see. Yeah. Even with the checklist, they're still, like, can you audit mine? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's a really, I
1: I'm really liking that little pop rock because I'll tell you, I have recently noticed how abysmal people's opt-in sequences are in that like specifically for three-day challenges or um live events like masterclasses um they're like great can't wait to see you on thursday for this masterclass with no link to add it to the calendar and as business owners we all operate based on our calendars and it's like i am not going to copy and paste open up a new window find my calendar and add it. And mm-hmm. I'm seven times less likely to do that on mobile. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, uh, I I've talked about it on Instagram stories and like, I I'm kind of giving away the, the grievances, the bitching, right? <laughs> but, uh, I'm realizing that I think I'm offering a solution and I'm not because I'm not offering myself as a solution. And that feels very obvious to me
0: now, but I appreciate you saying it because it wasn't obvious to me before. Yeah, you could totally audit people's opt ins and like how, you know, this is what I would change like before it goes live, Mm -hmm. right? Or even if someone's already had it started, like you still have time to change it, you know? Mm So, um, I just discovered add eventable for the add to calendar feature. Do you have one that you like to use? Um, I, I do everything through Dubsado. Um, and then a
1: lot of my clients are either using Kajabi or funnel gorgeous funnels, um, our FG funnels, however they're, <laughs> so they typically have a VA who's doing all of this, but I make sure that those processes are written into the copy before they go over to mm-hmm. a designer, a VA, a tech VA. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. And, and I write it in
1: and then I'm adding comments of like,
0: make sure that this is quick <laughs> to add
1: to calendar. We are testing yeah. these links. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've noticed like, um, either people are using like Zoom as a registration page, which is fine. And then it has that there, but then some people want to be able to have a more beautiful landing, you know, registration page. Mm -hmm. And so um, having that uh, email go to them and we just, I've, I, like I said, I discovered add eventable and it made it really easy to just add in the little code and ta-da! (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, thank you. Um, and it looks really cute. Like you can put your little photo on there and all the things. So I, um, I was really glad somebody had said, you know, I wish there was a way to add a calendar. I'm like, I'm, there has to be a way. Let's go find, let's mm-hmm. go find the solution. Yeah. So yeah. I yeah. mean, I know
1: that Calendly, you know, a lot of people are doing coffee chats, right? So I know that Calendly, Acuity, mm-hmm. um, again, I use Dubsado Scheduler. Um, mm-hmm. Those all have in the email. Yeah. Just add, to, add calendar. to calendar. It's just like
0: you're sending a Google yes. Cal invite. Exactly, uh-huh. exactly. But for events, yes, you that's, be able that's to where add, it gets. I can't gets believe
1: expensive. that that's not just standard. Right. Okay. <laughs> if this is a true bitch sesh, like, yeah, WTF event hosting company? Right. What are we doing?
0: What are we doing? Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I completely agree. Like. I wish Kajabi had that feature in there because like, why is it not there? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And that's what most of my clients are using is, you know, is Kajabi. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Then you have to add in all the
1: integrations and yeah, I, I think it should be standard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so if you were to start, you know, auditing websites and opt-ins as a way to get more leads, like, is that something you would want to do for free? Is that something that you would want to charge for? How do you think you would want to do that?
1: I think that that could be an excellent freebie. Yeah. Honestly. Um, and it's something I would totally enjoy and it would lead very well into my middle tier of a proper audit or an email edit once they have written their emails or the higher ticket offers of actually hiring me to write your emails.
0: Yeah. You're giving them a three minute or less little snippet and Mm -hmm. here you go. And then all of this, and I send it like, so this is what I've been doing is I do it in Canva and then I send them the link to watch. Right. So I don't Mm -hmm. download it because it's, you, you know, typically too big. So you can send them a link to watch it. And I send it to them in messenger and then they watch it. And then that's where the conversation has been continuing is, you know, and I have one lady going, I, I'm going to hire you. You were, you came to my mind and then I see your post that you need, you were asking for volunteers. And it was just a sign that I, I knew I already want, you know, and it just kind of pushed me over the, I need Elaine's help. And I'm like, awesome. Like I never would have considered that that was something she would want to hire me for. Right. Because Mm -hmm. I didn't, yeah. So I was like, that's so cool. Yeah. So, and it's also led to speaking opportunities, people going, Oh my gosh, could you teach my, my other people on my team? How to like, how do we could all optimize our profiles? I'm like, sure. You know, so <laughs> yeah. it's, it's turning in. And I literally was just trying to help people optimize their shit. So, uh, you know, take that idea and run with it, girl, like figure out how to make it work for you. But then, you know what else it does? It positions you as the expert. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then yeah, other people can watch that and go, Ooh, I wonder how mine looks. Right. And I created a yeah. little application here, request an audit mm-hmm. so that I could keep track and people could, you know what I mean? Request an audit. And then it kind of I let them choose like which platform they want me to go audit for them. And then I do it and send it to them. And here you go. But it takes three minutes of my time. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Turning into business. Mm-hmm.
1: So. yeah, I'm thinking about that from a copy standpoint too. Like I I would want that, I would really want it where they add me to their email list and I get to see it real time. And yeah. it's like, you know, I will reach back out to you in two weeks when I've gotten several of your emails yeah, yep. and can tell you where the links are, what's going on. Cause if you send it to me in a Google doc, oh, yeah, like, no. I don't know.
0: Yeah. You want to be able to go to be, to act as a recipient, to act as a, you know, potential client. What is the client seeing? Mm-hmm. That's right. And sometimes people can't see, like I said, they can't see what they can't see. And they're only seeing it from the, their point of view. They're not seeing it from a user point of view. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like earlier today, I was just, um, playing around with the new Google Chrome extension for a Facebook group, because I have a client that we want to, you know, install this feature in her Facebook group. And I was like, well, I better go try it for my damn self first, because I would rather screw it up on my end first before, you know, it's brand new to me, but I usually can figure it out. So I asked for volunteers, hey, would someone do this for me? You don't have to stay in the group, but will you go join my group so that I can see if it's working properly? And the first guy did it, he's like, I didn't get anything. And I'm like, fuck. So I go in and figure out what I did wrong, figure it out. And another person had said, oh, I'll do it. And I'm like, okay, now you get to be the test number two. And she's like, oh my God, how did you do that? And I was like, oh, yay. Like, okay, things are working, like, right? And so uh, I'm like, all right. So then I feel more confident to help someone else with it, right? But sometimes you just need someone to test it as a user, Mm -hmm. which is where I think a lot of entrepreneurs, Miss the mark is they don't test, they don't have someone else tested as a user. Yeah. 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 So that could mm-hmm. be a huge, huge, huge service.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And like I said, at least at the beginning, I would love to do that for free. And if it's something where it's like, oh, I should be charging for this, then that'll become immediately. Evident. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, you can also decide, like, is it a slow period? Do you have a lot of, on your plate right now? Can you candle to do a couple of things for free in order to potentially gain some clients? But when you're super busy, you don't have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like, Oh, I'm really slow right now. Maybe this is, would be a good time to okay, this, you know, I, I don't have anything for, you know, a month on my plate. So maybe this is a good time to drum up some business. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Great idea.
1: Because yeah, I am creating my first funnel. I'm creating my second funnel. I've got all these things in the works with templates, but it's also like I want some badass copy projects the next couple yeah. of months while all of that gets off the ground. Yeah, Why well, it gets all ironed out. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Um, and and to be fair, like the idea of doing the funnels and selling the templates is because I have a cycle that so many of us fall into of I'm too busy to market myself. Oh shit. I have no business because I didn't market myself. Yeah. Oh shit. I'm super busy because all I did last
0: month was yep. market. Yeah. Right. Right. It's the, that is a shitty cycle to be in by the way. Right. It yeah, it is.
1: It's stressful. It's like my nervous system just doesn't know what to do about it. And that's, yeah. I know that's not healthy long-term and that's why yeah. I'm doing these other things. Right. But, yeah.
0: Um, and why are we not talking about that more? Goodness. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. we can be talking about that more, of how to break that cycle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a big selling point for you know service providers,
1: social media managers, marketing experts, um, funnel strategists, etc. Okay. Is like, I think, but I think that's the only time we talk about it. Rather than, you know, maybe we do. Maybe we just need to sit down and talk about it. Yes. A collective. Yeah. Because um, then, you know, I mean, the everybody's answer to that is like hire a VA. And it's like, absolutely, everyone needs a VA. Yeah. But like maybe we should have a deeper conversation about why we do that to ourselves.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's like uh maybe there's a little bit of I like to thrive on chaos. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. don't know. I'm just saying there might be people that's that, well, hmm, yeah, I work best under pressure.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd be lying if I said I wrote my college papers more than a half an hour before the deadline, but like, right. <laughs> where, where do we break that cycle? Cause the right. reason we became entrepreneurs was for time freedom. Right. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I don't put a deadline two weeks out so that I can look forward to it for two weeks. I should really be accomplishing things sooner than Friday night before finals kind of thing.
0: Right. right. So like I have an event coming up in April and I have not even begun to start working on the workbook yet because I know that I will do, uh, it will come right into my brain the day before and it will be done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Seriously, I don't know why I do that to myself every single time (laughs) yeah yeah I mean that's another thing that I don't think we talk about enough
1: as creatives and online entrepreneurship and like on one hand there's accountability but on the other hand like we um oh my gosh I totally just lost my train of thought um doing things last minute
0: um I don't know I don't know. I lost it. Yeah. Accountability within uh, waiting until the last minute and doing all of the, I I thrive on doing it at the last minute.
1: Mm. Here's what I was going to say is that we cannot really be creative
0: Mm. eight
1: hours a day, 40 hours a week.
0: Mm -hmm. Like
1: some people's creativity spurts hit right as they're about to go to bed. Yeah. And we can talk about boundaries all that we want, but we also have to honor those things when
0: they come up Yeah, and that's not easy. No, it is not easy, which is why I love uh, Google keep um, <laughs> because sometimes shit just comes out of my brain when I am not in a place where, you know, I'm washing my hair and all of a sudden my brain is pop rocking in the shower and I'm like, ah, crap. So I have to like say it out loud to myself several times so that I will remember it so that when I get out of the shower, I can grab my phone and put it into Google Keep so that I don't forget because I will forget, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. I don't like that, that I, my brain will immediately dump it. Mm-hmm. Here it yeah. comes. Okay. Bye. It's gone. <laughs> yeah. It's the, the big
1: magic concept.
0: Have you read yes. big magic? I, you know, I have the book. Mm-hmm. I did not, it was not one of those books that I was like, I don't know. I just didn't really resonate as much mm. as everybody thought it was as, as much as I wanted it to. I was like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah. That's
0: so yeah. For what yeah. it's worth,
1: I listened to it and that felt good to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I mean, the big magic concept, you know, is that there's an idea and it is energy. And if you don't use it, it will go find someone else. And that's why people are always saying those things like, oh, I had the idea for Uber before Uber was Uber, you know? And it's like, yeah, that idea visited a lot of people before it landed on the person that executed it.
0: Um, You know what's funny? Okay. So I contributed a chapter to this book called, um, my walk my way. Okay,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um, I was talking about how um that very same thing. So I had the million dollar idea for Stitch Fix before it was Stitch Fix, mm-hmm. and I blamed it on the time, as I thought, you know, oh, I'm not anybody. I'm I'm not a business owner. I was just a property manager. Like, who the hell is gonna give me money to start something like that, right? I didn't have a college degree. None of that. Blah blah blah. And so, um, the funny thing is, is that the, and the, the reason why it came up was because my Facebook memories, I used to share, oh my God, I have a million dollar idea. I did that all the time. And finally, in one of them, I was looking through the comments and someone said, what's the idea? And I said, like, wouldn't it be cool if someone could send you clothes to try on, you don't have to go to the store. You have a consultant and then you send back what you don't want. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, Oh my God, that's freaking stitch fix. And yeah. I had that idea in 2009 and I went and like, looked them up to see like, when did that, when did the inception of it happen? And I was like, Oh my goodness. You know, mm-hmm. but they also raised $129 million to get that company started. I'm like, Rrr. and then yeah. I had to say, you know what? The thing is, is that it, the idea wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. The idea was for someone else. It really, it just wasn't in alignment with my goals, but the idea was there. It just wasn't for me. It was for someone else,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Yeah. And so yeah. I'm like, how many, It. but it took me quite a while to realize that the idea just wasn't in alignment.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's so many types of entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. you know, like some people have to raise capital. Some yeah. people have to, just get raised the gumption to quit their nine to five. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't say just, um, but you know, it's different things feel natural for different people. And like, that was a great idea. And it was your idea at one point, and
0: now it's someone else's idea. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And ideas come and go, you know, and, um, and the, the big lesson that I learned, um, in 2019, uh, Those were the first time that I would gave myself permission to change my mind, right? Mm -hmm. It was okay to let my idea of, you know, being a photographer for 10 years, that it was okay to let it go and it was I could change my mind and do something different. Mm
1: -hmm. And that was
0: really hard because I thought people are gonna, what are people gonna think? Oh my gosh, she never, she just she's a quitter, or I'm like, 10 freaking years I did that. I feel like I committed plenty, Mm -hmm. right? And then are people gonna see me as anything other than a photographer, because I, my entire identity was around being a photographer. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of scary too, but here I am. And I have a yeah. great person I can refer people to if I, cause I still sometimes get messages. Do you still have your camera? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Can take, yeah. you, I can take pictures with my cell phone,
1: yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it can be an or it can be an and yeah. it can be an in spite of, yeah. You can be a photographer and a strategist, yes. you can be a photographer or a strategist, is the yeah. ch- decision that you made. I uh, have a girlfriend who is a marketing strategist and coach, and she recently started a dog. Um, brand so her shirts say like dog milf instead of dog mom and they've got like these just really sassy things you would I love, it, love right? it like swearing yeah. there's a yeah. dog bandana that says sir can I play with your balls like just great she's a marketing strategist and yeah. coach and mm-hmm. has an apparel brand
0: yeah well that's because like I also had a subscription box right so mm-hmm. I got to that was my creative outlet where I got to like do fun things, you know? Oh, by the way, you'll love my shirt. Look at my shirt. <laughs> Very <laughs> on brand. Hey fuckers. I know. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's so fun though. Like it's mm-hmm. totally okay to do more than one thing and do what makes you happy. And, and then I said, you know what, I'm giving myself permission to change my mind. i I did it for a year and I'm okay with letting it go. You know, mm-hmm. it was fun. And I feel like I got my creative outlet, my creative outlet out. I learned some new lessons. I can also now tell other people, this is what worked and this is what did not work. Right. So it's like, all of that is just learning opportunities, you know, but I just wish Mm -hmm. we would try, we would stop putting ourselves in a box and putting other people in a box. Like Yes. I don't want to be in a box. Like I want to be able to do anything I want to do. Mm-hmm. Don't put baby in a corner. <laughs> don't put <laughs> me in a box. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So tell me more about um, the templates that you, um, like, do you have multiple templates that you want to create? or Is it going to be kind of like a standard template? Mm-hmm. So the first one that I... Um
1: nearly done with it's going to come out here in a few weeks is all of the emails that you need for your three-day challenge mm-hmm. or multi-day challenge. So That's it's the, awesome. it's starting in two days emails, mm-hmm. you know, the hype mm-hmm. emails, and then the ones that come out each morning saying, Hey, we'll see you in an hour. But also during that on, if it's a three-day challenge, typically on day two, if it's a five-day typically on day four, you start to sell what you're really there for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see a lot of people shying away from the sales and that's what I lean into. That's what I love. So, um, my templates take you all the way through the end of the challenge. Um, so, um, so I mean, that pump, but not the full sales, you know, that comes for the week or so after.
0: So I need to purchase that from you ASAP because I have a three day, <laughs> I have a three day event coming up. <laughs>
1: Amazing. Amazing.
0: Yeah. Like Um, that would be, uh, I would, that would just make my life so much easier. I'm not even going to lie. And I have a client who has one coming up too. Yeah. Right. And I'm responsible for putting it all together. So it's like,
1: help. This gives me so much motivation to just hit publish on everything. I will be
0: your first (laughs) customer. Yes, please. I will be your first customer. Yeah. That I think that's really, really great. Being able to have that low ticket offer and then being able to, you know, bring people in. And the people that you do the audits for, you know, I have I have two, I have three options. You can have my templates, you can come into my mid-level program, or you can come into my high level program. Boom. Mm -hmm. Pick Pick your poison.
1: Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly it. And then building the templates out from there because then it's the next step is yeah. writing the rest of the sales emails. Yes. It's going from mid-ticket to high-ticket. It's yes. um, all your other freebies. Yeah, yes. it's just the challenges are so popular right now. And I love that. It's There's so many great reasons, right? Like just establishing authority, the know, like, and trust, the truly interacting with people. I really see after the last couple of years, um, people craving that one-on-one Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, anybody can go out and buy and sell a $27, whatever, but people really just want to interact and challenges are right there to, to catch and hold people. And
0: yes, love it. Love it. Love it. Wow. This has been fun. Just chatting with you. Yeah. Likewise. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so do you have any big goals for the year? Anything that you're like working towards? So I just
1: made my first hires in my business. It's super exciting. I hired a business manager and a copywriter, a junior copywriter. Um, I'm super excited about both of them because they're both way better at some things than I am. And Uh that's the kind of people that I want to surround myself with. Um, Awesome. So then the goal is to... you know, I'm really trying not to move the needle or sorry, not move the needle, move the goalpost on myself too much, but it's okay. So I was fully booked as a solo. Now I'm ready to be fully booked as a team and continue to grow in that way. Mm -hmm.
0: Love that. Yeah. I, um, hired my first VA in November Mm -hmm. and I was, um, I don't know, like I had always had this, no, I can do it all myself. And But I'll tell you, it really um, shifted something for me to be able to trust someone else, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? She markets my business, right? She does my business, which gives me time to work on my client's business, right? Mm -hmm. So um, that was really, really important because like you said, we get so busy that we forget to market our business. And I'm glad that I have someone who has my back because I'm worried about everybody else and not myself, you know? And so I don't want to, I don't want to get to a point where I'm like, oh shit, I have no clients. And now what am I going to do? Right. I got bills to pay, you know? And so, (laughs) um, yeah, so it really, I think catapulted me, um, to, um, to a next level and Mm -hmm. I can't recommend that enough, you know? And I just learned, um, there's someone that I'm friends with that um, hired, he went had gone to Africa and actually learned that there is a talent agency in Africa. He pays his assistant $150 a week, which in in Africa is like a lot of money, right? Mm-hmm. It's enough to support, you know, a family. And uh so he's like, there's more people out here that can help you and i've also learned that you know there are um there's a friend of mine who has a um an agency where she specifically contracts with filipina women because you know mm-hmm. 5 dollars an hour to us is like 20 dollars an hour to them you know right you know yeah. and so being able to help you know people that are in the that conversion my girls in the UK so it actually costs me more but right that's yeah. okay
1: yeah. right it all depends on what your needs are what they're yep. able to provide and everyone feeling really good about it yes um because i also don't want to underpay someone because i can right um and i i just trust that everyone in my circle you know depending on where they're hiring from is holding themselves to the same ethical standards that they're Instagram reposts say that they're holding themselves. Right.
0: Too. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And it's, you know, finding someone that you trust is really, really hard. And mm-hmm. she was someone that I had interviewed for my dream team. And then I had seen her, she was like, I'm taking new clients. I'm like, Oh my God, maybe this is the sign. Mm-hmm. Cause I had said, I really need, my goal is to hire an assistant. And then I see her post something and I was like, Oh, all right. Universe has spoken. Like they're, obviously leading me there. So it was really nice because I trusted her. She's has the versatility to do all the things like I do. So it made it feel like, okay, she can do what I can do. And it just made it feel a lot better. And then I, you know, run across people. They're like, I really want to hire a V I'm like, first, you need to figure out what, what are you willing to part with? What would make your life easier? Taking it off of your plate. Don't just you got to know what you're looking for. And so Mm -hmm. starting the dream team directory that, um, I finally handed everything over to the web developer. So that can be, um, built, but it's like being able to find someone specifically who does what you need them to do. So like, you know, if fiverr.com and match.com had a baby, you know, yeah. dream team directory. Right. And, you know, saying I need a VA. Okay. But what specifically do you want them to do? Check, 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 check. Great. Here are three mm-hmm. people that match your, your needs rather yeah. than having a thousand profiles to sort through and trying to find the one person who can do exactly what you need them to do. I, I ain't got time for that. Like, tell me, just give me the answer of who can do this thing you know? So mm-hmm. I'm really excited about that. Like that is like, yeah. Yeah.
1: What exciting. I think people also forget when hiring a VA or hiring a service provider is that it takes time to save time. Yes. And I've had people, you know, Oh, you want to have a kickoff call and a midpoint call. And it's like, I can't read your mind. I don't know your business yeah. as well as you do. I need to have that conversation. And VA is it's, you know, some people think I can't, um, It's going to take me just as long to tell them what to do as it is for me to do it myself, and it's like that's where, you know, the broken record of you need to have your processes, you need to have them written down. Mm -hmm. It takes time to save time, and that's Mm -hmm. you know sometimes you need to do the VIP day intensive before Mm -hmm. going into a retainer and yes introduce them to your systems or let
0: them create your systems. Yes, Um, yes, yes, yes. And she's not a mind reader, and so I have to tell her right so thank God for Trello. Like Trello is, is, you know, or, you know, Marco Polo or something. And I'm just like, Mm -hmm. I ramble and she's like, Oh, I, I got it. You know, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) you just never know. Right. So yeah, no, it's just, I think though people have to get out of the fear of, for me, it was always, well, how am I going to pay for that? Like, how Mm -hmm. am I going to, I can't afford it. That's bullshit right? It was, well, it was a bullshit excuse that I was giving myself. And, um, you know, it was similar to when I decided that I was going to start paying for like a, like Kajabi because, you know, all of the other platforms are free. So why am I going to pay for Kajabi? But doing so, everything up-leveled once I decided to to go with a paid program versus just trying to be all the, all the free things, you know, combined. It was, it was not good, you know. And I mean, that mindset
1: is the same as when it comes to, you know, you said the free things, but also the managing everything yourself. So I do a lot of teamwork with people who are. Okay. Okay. So I see that when I work with teams a lot because the teams, you know, somebody is redoing their website, like they're leveling up in their business. You know, they're ready to create their funnels, their websites or whatever is coming next, their new products. Um, and then they've got their designer and their copywriter and their web developer. And it's like either make your VA a project manager or hire a project manager, because then again, you're spending time and money on all of these people when you know, and then it's taking more time to manage all of those people rather than just staying in delivering whatever it is that you do. So it's it that that mindset, like you have to get over it once when you hire a VA, but you have to continue to work through that. Yeah. As you work through all of your service providers.
0: Yes, absolutely. And you know, I just think that. When you decide that you are worth investing in, that your time is valuable and that is your time best spent doing it all yourself, or is your time best spent um by serving your customer and delegating the things that someone else can do for you? And Mm -hmm. once you decide that you are that you have value and your time has value and you decide what the priority is. Then all of a sudden, I, I really feel like entrepreneurs go from, you know, hustle, 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 hustle to all of a sudden now everything is working out like beautiful. And now you're finally making the income that you've always wanted to make. It's like, oh, like what shifted? And it's like me deciding to invest in myself and knowing that my time is, has value. Mm-hmm. Um, And being willing to spend money because I think I for so long was in, you know, scarcity mindset where it was like, don't spend money because I don't know when the next photo shoot, when I'm going to book my next photo shoot. So don't spend money because, you know, and I, it always worked out, but I Mm -hmm. literally lived in that constant. Like I felt like I was, I told my husband, I was like, I feel like I'm always fundraising for myself. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like trying to raise the money to pay the rent next month you know, at the studio. And it was like, it was so stressful. Mm -hmm. It was so stressful. And now I'm just like, oh, everything is just working out beautifully because I have a different mindset. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And it's, you
1: know, as you scale, you have to continue making investments, but at some point those investments are going to stop growing. Because you've reached a point that you can continue to scale. And that's, Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
1: where in my, I'm in my third year of business, like that's the moment that I'm hitting right now. Like, okay, uh, you know, I've paid for the coaching and the software and the funnel program and active campaign and all of these things, but that fee is not going to continue to increase. Right. But what I'm able to do is expansive and that's what matters. Yeah.
0: Yeah. One of the things that I've really been trying to hone in on and educate people about is, you know, what got you here won't get you there, right? Mm-hmm. And everything you've done up until this point has gotten you exactly where you are. And you should be damn proud of yourself. Like, you know, especially people that DIYed their website, people that DIYed their opt-in, they DIYed everything because mm-hmm. they were just trying to figure out how to make it work and they've been doing it for a few years now they've had clients and but they're just not crossing that threshold to the next level and it's because they need something has to change they're not optimized and streamlined and automated in order to get in order to see that that next level and so you have to be able to be willing to say I've made it as far as I can go. I'm going to let someone else come in and like fix all the shit on the back end of my business so that I can like prepare to receive this amount of growth that I want to have. Like you got to be ready to receive it. And if your shit is not set up and and running like a well-oiled machine, you will actually kind of sabotage yourself because you don't feel proud of, of how your business is running. So you're going to repel people from you. Mm -hmm. And I used to tell my daughters who sold cars, she works for Jeep now, but she, when she started out as a salesperson at Toyota, I said, if you have a desperation about you, that if you don't sell this car, that you're going to not get paid or whatever, people can smell that shit on you. Mm-hmm. You will repel people away from you, so you have yeah. to approach it with gratitude, no matter if they buy a car or not. And then the the auto group did something that nobody I don't know of anyone else around here that's doing it. I don't know why they're not talking about it more, but they removed the commission. So oh, interesting. All of their people are paid regardless of how many cars they sell. What they did instead was they implemented bonuses. So even if you sell zero cars, you are still making a paycheck, but you're not mm-hmm. going to qualify for the bonus if you reach a certain number of cars sold. So then right. it just incentivizes people. Um, but not now you're not living in this constant state of fear and panic that if you don't reach your certain number of cars that you're not going to be able to pay your bills. hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that was really smart. And I, I wonder, you know, if other dealerships do that, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: you people can smell that,
1: the desperation. They can yeah. smell the, the like cheapness. And yep. there's a difference between like, you know, you bootstrap your business all the way to the top. That's great. Like some people, like some people that works for them, but it all depends on your vibe about that, yeah. that methodology. Yes. Um, yes. yes. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Well, this has been really super fun. It has. Thank you so much for sharing your, your nuggets with me. I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah. I hope that you're able to take something from it and yeah. do something amazing. And I can't wait to hear about it. Like when you yes. and let me know when you have that. I literally will buy that template from you. So send it over <laughs> as soon as it's ready.
1: <laughs> I will Sounds be your perfect. first
0: customer. Okay. <laughs> we'll
1: do. Thanks, Elaine.
0: All right. Have a great day.
1: You as well. Take care.
0: Okay. Bye, hun.